I need you to give your God a praise this morning. We come to celebrate God this morning. We come to celebrate an empty tomb this morning. We come to celebrate that he wasn't there when they checked this morning. Amen. Dear Holy and Heavenly Father, Father, we come to say thank you. Father, we come to thank, thank you, Father, for giving us this place to come and celebrate you this morning, Father. Father, now we ask that you come into this place and have your way, Father. Father, we ask that you move on the hearts of your people, Father. Father, whatever you decide to do, Father, we turn it over into your hands, Father. Father, if you decide to save this morning, save somebody this morning. If you decide to deliver, Father, deliver this morning, Father. If you decide to set free, Father, set free this morning, Father. Whatever you decide to do, Father, we turn it over to you, Father. Father, we just want to add that you be with your word this morning. Father, let it go forth just like you gave it to the woman of God. Be with the praise team, Father. Father, but most importantly, Father, we just say thank you. Father, we thank you for the empty tomb this morning. We thank you for the resurrection this morning. Father, we thank you for being God this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may have your seats. Good morning and welcome to New Antioch Christian Fellowship. To our family, to our friends, and to our guests. It is Resurrection Sunday. Is any... Oh, I got just a couple people that's glad that Jesus did what he did so that you can have what you have. We are excited that you are here today, and we are inviting you to a life-changing worship experience. New Antioch is a place of blessing where you can meet Jesus. How many of y'all met him? If you don't, this is a good day to meet him. Change your life and find your purpose. We affirm today that you will hear a word. Y'all, we got a good program for you today. We got dance. We have an amazing mini musical for you today. And you have a word from our very own pastor. We affirm that you will hear a word that transforms your life, a song that lifts your heart, and a prayer that speaks to your every need. At this time, I have my wonderful chocolate Boris Kojo here to give y'all your scripture affirmation. Good morning. Our scripture affirmation is found in Acts 4.33 in the King James Version. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Those who believe the testimony and put their trust in Jesus Christ receive a gift of salvation. And it is a great gift in every way. You, you can believe there's hope beyond the grave. And on this week and in this life, if anything ever gets too hard, recognize that there is hope beyond the grave there is hope beyond that dead situation beyond the death of your finance your family and your foes god sent his only son jesus so that you could have some hope is that all right any hopeful folks in the house today amen do we have any first-time visitors today 
Any first-time visitors? Would you please stand? Amen. You don't have to do any. Well, you all look at this. We got some first-time visitors on Resurrection Sunday. We celebrate you this morning. Thank you for coming. If you haven't already received that purple envelope that has a visitor's card in there, please fill it out completely. Name and all the information that you're willing to share with us. Please fill that out and give that back to one of our greeters, and we will make sure that you get welcomed. We appreciate you being here and know that God is in this place, and because you set foot in New Antioch, you shall be blessed. Amen. May the Lord God bless you real good at this time this is your opportunity to give back to god just a portion of what he's given to you in your tithe and your offering at this time let's put on the screen the the several ways that you can give here our cfo minister ralph moore is over to my left if you'd like to pay with a credit card a debit card i'm sorry cash you can see one of our go ahead and bring that up you can see one of our greeters amen today is a good day this this should be a good day is that all right you can uh, pay by cash app, dollar sign, new A Central. You can text give to uh, new Antioch Central to 77977. Or you can go right on the website, newantioch.org. Go to your give button, do the central button, and you can give at this time. Let's prepare our hearts and our minds for the word of God. And we are going to go into worship right before our senior pastor, Naida Parson, comes. Let's give God some praise at this time. That's what Easter is all about, him coming after me. Acts chapter 2, verses 22 through 24. Then we're going to jump down to 36 through 40. What an amazing presentation today. Amen. I'm going to get back to that a little bit later. What an amazing presentation. New A leveled up. Amen. Acts, 22, 20, Acts 2, 22 through 24. It should be there for you on the screen as we together. Fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, 
repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned them, and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Our topic this morning is get out. Get out. Tell somebody, get out. Get out. Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Get out. Jesus has risen from the dead. Now it's your turn. Jesus is out of the tomb. Now it's your turn. Jesus is no longer in the grave. So now it's your turn. Jesus broke free from death. Now it's your turn. Jesus went to Hades and back. And now it's your turn. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. The whole point of the Easter story is that Jesus Christ of Nazareth, by way of heaven, came to get you out. But there's a job that you have to do. There's a part that you have to do. He did open the door. He did destroy the works of the enemy. He did defeat death, hell, and the grave. But it's up to you to get out. In 2017, there was a horror movie released called Get Out. The bottom line of the movie is that someone wanted to possess the bodies of these able-bodied black men so they could live out their life inside of them. They would put their brains inside of black men and they would hypnotize and capture them so they could then live out their limited life in someone else's able body. Now, during one part of the movie, someone who had, who had another person in his body told the main character, before this happened to him, he needed to get out. But what I thought was interesting, Tara, is that the only time those who had been possessed came back to themselves is when they saw a flash of light. <laughs> because who they really were was still present in them in what they called a sunken place. They were conscious but powerless. They, they were conscious but powerless until the moments where they saw the light. Well, Jesus is the light of the world. And if you can see the light today, maybe you can come to yourself and get out. You see, there is an enemy called the devil. The devil has some imps we call demons. Demons have a miserable, limited life. 
They are wandering, the Bible says, that they wander in dry places. They cannot express themselves in this earthly realm. They need your body to be able to express themselves. In other words, evil needs your body. Don't you realize that evil is powerless in this world unless it puts its brain in your body? All of you who think you're having a great time in the world, all of you uh, who, who think that living wrong is fun, all of you who push past the good so you can do a little more bad, you are allowing evil to use your body so that the devil's works can progress in the earth. See, God has given you dominion over this earth, and the devil is talking to you every day, trying to get you to yield your body so that he can have his way in this earth. This world is in a state. It's in the state that is in because too many of us have given evil our bodies but you the real you is somewhere in a sunken place and Jesus came to get you out your spirit is down there somewhere it's conscious but powerless but I came by this Easter morning to flash the light in your face and say, get out, get out, get out, get out. Now, God has been dealing with this church. He's been dealing with New Antioch about one main thing and one thing only. He keeps telling us, you have to get my people out. God sent Jesus into the world to get his children out. Jesus sent the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, to live within us so that we could get the rest of his children out. And so today, this Easter morning, this Resurrection Sunday, I'm pleading with you. Like Peter was pleading with the people that he was sent to on his day. I'm pleading with you, get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Get out. Well, pastor, what do you think got me in? Sin got you in. Sin is a transgression against the law of God. Sin means missing the mark. This was the mark and you missed it. Sin is coming below the standard of what God wants for you in life. Anything that is unrighteous is sin. If it's wrong, it's sin. Anything that breaks the rules of, of the God life is sin. Anything that is not God's will for you is sin. Sin got you in. The wages of sin is death. Death actually means separation from God. So anything that separates you from God has death as its consequence. 
So the consequences of sin, anything that separates you from God is sin. So the consequences of sin are things like poverty, all kinds of sickness, being separated from God now and then for eternity. Because anything that, that is separated from God does not get the benefit of who God is. Sin separates you from God, and it has consequences because anything that is separated from God cannot get the benefits of who God is. So that's why if you're in poverty and debt, if you're in anxiety and depression, if you're in family dysfunction, and unfruitful relationships, if you're in bad health and bad mental health, if you're in immoral behavior, what's that? Lying, stealing, cheating, sexing, getting drunk, being high weekend, that's all that. Immoral behavior and addiction, then the real problem is sin. The real problem of the world is sin, y'all. Everything that is wrong in this world, everything that's wrong in your world can be traced back to somebody's sin. Sin separates you from God. That's why God hates sin. Matter of fact, because God hates sin, it separates you from God. And because it separates you from God, God hates sin. So if God is peace and prosperity and provision and power and productivity, and if sin separates you from God, that means you're living in debt and in poverty and in anxiety and depression and family dysfunction, and unfruitful relationships, and bad mental health, and immoral behavior, and addiction, because you, you're living in the consequences of sin. I didn't do it. Yeah, you did. But even if you didn't, somebody's sin is responsible for poverty. Somebody's sin is responsible for anxiety and depression. Somebody's sin is responsible for family dysfunction and bad relationships. Somebody's sin can be traced back to sin. So sin got you in. Sin is, has you dead in a tomb. And some of you don't even know it because you're conscious but powerless. But Jesus died to forgive your sins. So when sin is destroyed in your life, now you have the opportunity to get out of all of that stuff that you were stuck in. But the problem is you were dead in your trespasses and sins. Let me, I'm going to give you a real good scripture. This scripture is just delicious. It's Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 through 6. I want you to take it in. Look, look at this, this verse. It, it, it says, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live. 
when you follow the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the devil, that spirit that's now at work and all the folks that's disobedience, all of us lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following his desires and his thoughts, all that immoral behavior and destructive behavior and going crazy with your family and you know, all that addiction and, and, and all, all of that. He said, like the rest, we were by nature, he was naughty by nature, you, <laughs> deserving wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive even when we were dead in transgression he made us alive it is by grace you have been saved and god raised us up with christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in christ jesus so the good news that's a good scripture y'all i get that it, it, and the, the good news it's not only that Jesus died, which took care of your sins, but that he rose so that you could have a new life. Because you can't get out if you can't get up. So sin got you in, but the resurrection got you up. Jesus didn't just die for us. He rose for us. When he died, we died. When he rose, we rose. So when we receive Jesus Christ, we receive the ability to get up out of our sins. Get up out of our old lifestyle. To get up out of bad relationships. To get up out of destructive behaviors. You have a new life. You have eternal life because he got up. You've been changed. You've been healed. You've been set free because he got up. You have the power to say no. You have the power to do no. You have the power to live no because he got up. So sin got you in. The resurrection got you up. But you have to get out. This is where we find the people in the text. Jesus has risen from the dead and all the disciples and hundreds of other people saw him. And he led them all to a mountain and he gave them some instructions. He said, stay in Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. So they stayed there and they received this power from the Holy Spirit about 10 days later. And 10 days later, after that, there was another holiday called Pentecost. So there were Jews in town from all over the known world at the time. And the disciples were acting kind of funny. Because the Holy Spirit made them look like they were intoxicated. I know you wonder why we act the way we act sometimes. And we start waving and we ain't waving at nobody. 
We, we start running, ain't, ain't nobody chasing us. And, and we start stumbling, we start shaking our head, and ain't nobody talking to us. It's because the Holy Spirit makes you look a little intoxicated. So, so Peter began to explain what was going on, and he told the entire gospel story. He said Jesus was the Messiah from God that they had been waiting for. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Y'all heard about him today. Jesus Christ of Nazareth was a man that God made accredited by giving him miracle signs and wonders, and they all saw the wonders that he did. He said, y'all know. Y'all know Jesus was make work and miracles and this man handed over to you but God was in the plan it was God's deliberate plan God knew what y'all were gonna do and so you with the help of those wicked men y'all put him to death you nailed him to the cross but I came by to tell you God raised him from the dead and it freed him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep his hold on him he said then Peter says so I'm letting all y'all know that God God has made this Jesus, this Jesus of Nazareth, this Jesus Christ. God has made him the one y'all crucified. He's made him both Lord and Messiah. And when the people heard this, said it cut them to the heart. They knew they had messed up. So they say to Peter and the other disciples, they say, brothers, what shall we do? What are we going to do? Now, now notice, notice, Tiffany, that once the people in the text heard the good news of the resurrection, they're the ones that popped the question. What shall we do? We want to get out of our sins. We want to be free. We want to be connected to this new and living way. So Peter told them what to do. Here's what you do to get out. Repent. Repent. Don't just apologize. But repent. Repent is a change of heart, mind, and direction. You were living your life this way. You stopped and said, God, I'm wrong, and God, I'm sorry. Change me. I know what I'm doing ain't right. And then you turn yourself around, and you start walking the other way. Other than that, you just apologize. Peter said, y'all got to repent. Then he said, and be baptized. Those of you who haven't been baptized or need to be baptized again, sign up. May the 1st, we'll be baptizing again. But baptism is the idea of going into the water, right, and then coming back out of the water. It's just a symbol of what's already been done on the inside. Baptism means I'm dying down, I'm dying to my old life. And I'm being cleansed in the water. And as I come up, I'm coming back up to a new life. He says, y'all need to repent. Be sorry about your old life. Be baptized. Count yourself as dead to your old life. Come back up clean in a new life. Then he said, and receive the Holy Spirit. Don't forget that part. That's why sometimes we go back and start living like we used to live because we Stop at baptism and don't receive the Holy Spirit. Now, I know some of y'all weren't raised in them kind of churches, and some of us were. But they said, saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Spirit. Baptized in the Holy Spirit. Do speak. 
with other tongues. Receive the Holy Spirit. Ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. He said that promise is for everybody. It's for you. It's for your kids. It's for people who are not even thinking about being saved. There's a promise that if you will repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit, you can get out. He said everybody God will call. You know you can't come till he calls you. You're here today or you're listening by live stream today. That's God calling you. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone, boo. Pick up the phone. God is calling you. So Peter then began to plead with them. Peter said, I'm pleading with you. I'm begging you, save yourself from this crooked generation. Y'all, this world is going to self-destruct. It's going to happen. It's going to, I don't care what they do, it's going to happen. I don't care who y'all put in office, it's going to happen. I don't care what the scientists think they're going to figure out, this world is going to self-destruct. Nothing anyone can do to stop it. And no one else is going to come die for you. Nothing else is coming to save you. You accept this way out or you're going to go down with the rest of the folk. So let that light flash in your head today to bring you back to your senses and get out get out get out get out get out get out Jesus got out of the grave so you could get out of every dead and dying thing in your life you can break addiction get out you can break them soul ties get out you can break generational issues get out if you're in poverty and you're in debt, you can give your way out. If you're dis in a dysfunctional relationship, you can pray your way out. If you're in depression and anxiety, you can praise your way out. If you're, if the demons are trying to keep you in bondage, you can fight your way out. If you're in addiction and immoral and destructive behavior, you can fast your way out. Sin got you in, the resurrection got you up but do not throw away your shot get out I will not throw away my shot I will not throw away my shot get out repent be baptized receive the Holy Spirit this is your shot take your shot get out get out and as God was giving me this word, he began to speak prophetically to me. So I speak prophetically to somebody today, whether you're listening to this or whether you're in this room right now. 2022 is your shot. God said to tell some folk today that this year is your shot. This year is your opportunity to get out. This year is your opportunity to make some changes in your life and to never have to go back to the way you've been living again. Some of you are saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and don't speak in tongues. But this year, you know you got some stuff that you need to break out of, whether it's your health-wise, whether it's addiction that we don't know nothing about. It might be the addiction that we know something about, whether it's a 
relationship you ain't got no business in. Some of you is in debt and you've been, you've been struggling financially. It don't make sense for any Christian to struggle financially. You don't have to, but you got to change some behaviors. You got to change some things in your life. And God is saying for somebody prophetically, you know who I'm talking to this year, 2022 is your shot. Don't throw away your shot. This is your season of opportunity. And this is for the believers. This is for the believers. Because some of y'all don't believe your life can change. Some of y'all think you're going to be, how you living now is how you're going to live the rest of your life. If you don't believe it, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to somebody who has enough temerity to believe that God can get me out of this. This is your year to get out. Your year to get out of debt. To get out of poverty, to get out of depression, get out of anxiety, get out of dysfunctional relationships, get out of immoral activities, get out of addiction, get out of destructive behavior, get out of preventable physical illness. There's some stuff that's wrong with your body that God would heal you if you would change your behavior. Do not throw away your shot. Get out. Get out. Get out of the grave of your sins and declare right now I am not throwing away my shot I am not throwing away my shot I am not throwing away my shot I'm not throwing away my shot today I'm getting out I'm getting out. Oh. I don't know all the words to that. Thought I had it in my head, but I've been called to change the world. Been given diamonds and pearls. I am not throwing away my shot. If somebody could sing that. If y'all didn't notice, those were actually their voices. I'll get back to that later. They sounded beautiful. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I've been called to change the world, been given diamonds and pearls. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I've been called to change the world, been given diamonds and pearls. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I am not throwing away my shot. I've been called to change the world, been given diamonds and pearls. I am not throwing away my shot. God told me, today we're going to pray for these areas of bondage. And he gave me these specifically, and it hits just about everybody. He said, debt. Anybody tired of being in debt? I know y'all don't think so, but if God is a God of productivity and provision, then debt and poverty is of the devil. 
And I got some debt too. And I'm coming out of this debt. Poverty, some of you are in a cycle of poverty. Your parents were poor. Their parents were poor. You poor. Kids is poor. And God wants to break that. Depression and anxiety. Some of you, it runs in your family. Some of you, it's life that has put you there. But God is saying today, get out. If God is love, joy, and peace, then depression and anxiety, I'm not saying you're sinning because you've been depressed. I'm saying that depression comes from the enemy. And if you track it back, you do track back to sin. Dysfunctional relationships. Some of y'all been in dysfunctional relationships. Your marriage is a mess. Your relationship with your kids is a mess. It might be your aunts and uncles. It might be your relationship with your parents. Or you got some friends that you need to shake loose. Or you got a man or a woman that you're in a sexual relationship with. And your soul is tied to that person. And God is saying, I'm going to get you out. Then there are those immoral activities, those all that stuff that your flesh likes to do. That's just not right for you to do. God can save liars. That's a tough one for me. Me and liars have a hard time. But God can save a liar. God can save a cheat. God can save a criminal. God can save a gangbanger. I thought I had three, at least three amens in the room. God can save a gangbanger. God can save a drug dealer. I know I got three or four amens of that in the room. Oh, y'all trying to act brand new. God can save a gangbanger, a drug dealer, a criminal, a thief. God can save a prostitute. Uh, some people say a prostitute and a hoe. He can save both of them. God can save a gigolo. A sugar daddy and a sugar mama, yes, he can. God can save from addiction, whether it's gambling, pornography, food, crack or cookies, drugs or drama, sex or cigarettes. God can save from addiction. God can save from destructive behaviors and from preventable physical illness. There's some things going on in your body that just happen. You still trace it back to something somebody did wrong. But. but some of you, your illnesses could be preventable if you could change your destructive behaviors. And you don't have to be sick all the time. And God wants to get you out today. Now, if you don't have none of those issues, you might be doing all right. But I think I probably hit just about everybody. Don't throw away your shot. God said prophetically this year, if you would make a decision to get out, don't throw away your shot. If you decide to stay in another year, then you're on your own with your consequences. God's given you an opportunity to get out. If that's you or anywhere on that list, I'm on there a couple times myself. Just stand on your feet. Stand on your feet.
Today is get out day. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. And I told you how to get out. Repent. Be baptized. Receive the Holy Spirit. Repent, you can do right here and right now. I hope I have changed your mind. The word of God has changed your mind. Now, if you said, you know, Pastor, I need a little extra prayer. I'm going to pray for everybody. But I'm in such a struggle, I need somebody to pray for me. Then we're going to have you come to the altar. And we're going to lay hands on you and fight for you. And we're believing when you leave here, you're going to leave here out. For those who want us to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus. You sent this word to pull your people out. We declare in the name of Jesus, we are coming out of this grave of our sins. We are not going to stay here. This is my time to come out. Lord, forgive us for everything that we have done wrong. Forgive us. God, and we turn around and we change. God, I give you permission to change my life. I give you permission to come into my heart right now and transform who I am. I want out. I want out. I want out. God, get me out. In the mighty name of Jesus. Servant leaders, where are servant leaders? Give me a minister. In the name of Jesus, God, I want out. God, I want out. God, move in this building right now. Walk up and down these aisles right now. In the name of Jesus, we command the enemy to back up. We command the enemy to loose your hold. We command the enemy to get off my life. I'm getting out, get out, get out. I'm getting out, I'm getting out. I'm stepping out of this. Spirit of the living God, walk to this room right now. Spirit of the living God, set free right now. Spirit of the living God, change us right now. Spirit of the living God, be a fence around us as you open the doors for us to get out. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, praise God like you're out. Praise God like somebody that's out. Come on, this is for the believers. This is for the believers. Cry out to God yourself. God, I want out. 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 I want out of this addiction. I want out of this body. I want out, God. I want out of this debt. I want out of this relationship. I'm out. I'm out. I declare that I'm out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. And I thank you, God. And if you need to be saved, if you need to accept God for the first time, say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Thank you for dying for me and for raising for me. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. Come into my heart and change me. In Jesus' name, Amen, amen, amen. If you believe that prayer, if you meant that prayer in your heart, is there anybody here that said that prayer for the first time? First time that you accepted the Lord. 
Anybody? Anybody who said who just rededicated like you've been out for a while and you said that prayer today and, and, and that got you back? Anybody? Amen. If you're listening on live stream and that's you, please put in the comments that you accepted the Lord today, that you prayed that prayer today, and that you meant it in your heart. If you meant it in your heart, you're out. Now you just got to learn how to stay out. There's a book that we want you to have that will teach you how to stay out, how to live this life of being out. And so for those of you that would, that would put there in the comment section, or you can go to newantioch.org, go to connect. We want to get you in a Bible study. We want to get you as part of the family. There's anybody here that says, I need a church home. I know this is where God is teaching me. I, know, I believe this is a place that can take me to where I need to go. I just feel in my heart that I'm home and that this is my family. I would love to be your pastor. Those of you that are also listening, if you feel like this is the church you want to be connected to, even if you never come into the building, we would love to be connected to you. If you're here in the building, when you go through those double doors, there are people that are waiting for you. Just tell them, I'm ready. I believe this is my church home. Is there anybody this morning? Amen. 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 For real? Deacon Lorenzo? Wow. Amen. 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 That's awesome. Amen. God bless you. Amen. And? Amen. God bless you, Andy. Oh, man. God bless you. Welcome, them family folks. God bless you. We would love to have you. Anyone else, you just go through those double doors even right now. Amen. And become a member. And those of you that are listening, please put it there. Well, that is our Easter celebration for the morning. We're going to do it again at, at 1230 at the Aliante campus. We had a wonderful week this week. Over 60 children between our teenagers and our children. Over 60 children participated this week in our spring break activities, and they were all done with excellence. Kudos to that staff. A wonderful week. Our foot washing service was perfection. Amen. For the MITs and our sacraments team, uh, and then our worship department today, outstanding. Outstanding. Like all of the singing you heard, all of the words that you heard, all, all of that was actually the people that you were looking at. We didn't pick up a track and, and lip sync it. Those were the people you were looking at, and every word was written by our own Pastor Tartras. How many of you have seen the play Hamilton? Anybody seen Hamilton? Wasn't that, wasn't that amazing? I tell you, God bless you, Pastor Tara, and everything put together and tightened together with the music and the then the recording was a lot of uh, was uh, Minister James Mays, uh, the one who played Jesus, also did a lot of the music and coordination. They got some of it done professionally, and it was just out. Is it the sound engineer? Awesome! This was our sound engineer. What's his name? His name is James as well. Shane, Shane, God bless you, Shane. 
Absolutely amazing, man of God. Thank you. That's how they do it. And y'all think they're doing that stuff in Broadway. They got them soundtracks behind them, too, as I was done. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, man of God. Um, so that is, we, we, we tired, y'all. We've had a, <laughs> a long, great, great week. Amen. Kudos again to the staff. But we do have one more tonight. One more tonight. Our children are coming tonight. New Antioch is leveling up. They're also doing a full production. This one is written and composed by our own minister, Latanya Daniels. And so we want you all to come back tonight at 6 p.m. and celebrate. So go home. You guys got a long afternoon. You can get your Easter lunch and dinner in and come back and celebrate our children on tonight. The only thing that I want to say uh, for uh, on yesterday, we did have a successful reentry into the community. The community came out. Um, I couldn't find the number that we had yesterday. Somebody sent it to me, but I couldn't find it. It, it, was, it, was, it was only a handful of us. Everybody else was community. It was well over 100, I believe, and there was the community really came out. At Aliante, we, they gave them the number. We were at 246. And you know, Aliante have less than 100 members, so all of that was uh, community. So we had a really good reintroduction into the community on yesterday so kudos to all of the staff that reached out we love community here at new antioch uh this week um is uh, we're going we were supposed to start the kingdom academy uh last week uh but this week but we were inundated with easter so we're going to give it another shot <laughs> and we're going to start kingdom academy classes you can still register um, the altar of the battleground, Minister Latanya Daniels. It's going to be on Friday nights. Biblical study methods is uh, Pastor Darian. That's going to be on Monday nights. The epistles is Pastor Trask. New Testament, Pastor Trask on Tuesday nights. Planning and organizing, Minister Fuentes on um, on uh, Thursday nights. And also on Thursday nights, since I got the microphone, I can push my own class. You all meet me here 6.30 Thursday night. We'll be a, you'll be able to register then as well, or you can go to uh, the-kingdom-academy.org. You're not going to be able to find that class right now, uh, but you can register. Uh, but if you will, hermeneutics is the correct interpretation of Scripture. So many Scriptures, like what I said today, like the word help meet is an incorrect interpretation of scripture um whatever it, whatever we bind on earth we're bound in heaven that means i can just holler out anything and god's gonna do it is a misinterpretation of scripture those of you that want to just come with me hang out and we're gonna teach you the rules of how to correctly interpret scripture how to rightly divide the word of truth it's, it might be a little complicated but it's so exciting to be able to look at the word of god and know how to pull the truth out of it. So that's what my class is going to be about. The big name for it is hermeneutics. However, it just means rightly divide the word of truth. And that's going to be on Thursday nights here at 6.30. So you can register for that class too. If I get five people, we can do this class. And it's going to be so much fun if you're a minister, if you're a preacher, or if you're just somebody that wants to understand the word of God. That is what we're going to do. That's what Kingdom Academy is all about. And so we will let you all register, uh, come on this week. 
if you go there and just fill out where it says enrollment and fill it out. Um, you have to. You may have to uh, scroll a little bit for the classes. Uh, uh, Tara has been head over heels in this program. So, uh, but if you just put your name in there, we'll get to you, and you can take those classes this week. So, other than that, you all come on back tonight, and it's going to be exciting. Now, next week, next week is our last week for our rally. Uh, so, I gave you all those envelopes. Fill them up with whatever you got and bring them back next Sunday. All of the children, I want them to have an envelope and we're gonna line them up and bring them in here next Sunday with their $2.22. Uh, some of them can do $20.22. Teenagers, $20. Some of these teenagers can do the $200. Um, but the teenagers and the children, we want you to give. We gotta teach you how to give because half of what we do is for you and for the church that you're going to be. And then those of you who have envelopes, the rest of you who are giving online or however you give, let's get it all in by the end of next week. Uh, we had, do we have the, um, where are we at? Look at that, y'all. We're almost there. One more week. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you right now to get us to our goal in this week. God, you are able to raise $9,500 in a week. You can do it in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. So God, give it to your people and the people will give. We give because we love you. And so God, we thank you for where we are right now. Amen. Amen. Uh, so that will be the end of our rally on next uh, week. Pastor Kevin will be back. He might give you his testimony of where he been, but Pastor Kevin will be back in the pulpit next week. Amen. God bless you. Enjoy your Easter day. Enjoy your resurrection day. And don't throw away your shot. Amen. See you tonight, 6 p.m. We are standing. Well, let's give it up for our pastor. Great word. Amen. Dear Holy Heavenly Father, Father, we just thank you for the day, Father. Father, we thank you for being able to come in here and celebrate you, Father. Father, now we ask that you just embed that word into our heart, Father. Father, get us to our various places, Father. Father, we just thank you for this hour. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Love on somebody.